BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Nine thirteen. Listen to Beaver. Beaver hating on his ex. I know. The song is so negative. That when my mama didn't like you because she likes everybody. I'm like, oh. I've dug that song all along. Like it's a cool vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so negative. Yeah, it's not. It's subversive. You're kind of like jamming along, and you're like, that's just a bunch of mean. (laughs) Like that's not very nice. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe things will change. You know, with him uh, dating around. I wonder why him and Miley Cyrus never hooked up. You'd think that they'd find each other, don't, wouldn't you? I mean, eventually. We brought it up, circle. remember, when the last time we interviewed Miley Cyrus was yeah. in the middle of Bieber's blow-up when everyone was hating him and he was uh, having a uh, uh, balloon. What was the deal? Remember when he was the egg someone's egg, house? Egg somebody's house. It was right in the middle of his PR nightmare was when we interviewed Miley. And she was like, dude. He's a train wreck right mm-hmm. now. I don't know what's up with that dude. She's like, how old are you to be having egg fights? <laughs> right? we, but we threw that out there when we were talking. We're like, why don't you and Beaver Yeah, date? hang and out. she started laughing. She's like, like I'm good. And I know. Basically, like, he's a, like, whatever. He's a kid. Well, yeah. I think, he's too you know, immature. Just say those women, you know, the women, you know, I guess they mature faster than, than men on, on that level. And you give that kid that much money. Um, you know, not much fame and all that fortune, you know, there's all that stuff, and you're just going to be reckless. It's tough for you anybody. Know? Yeah, I, mean, I believe that. Yeah. yeah. We've always been rooting for the Biebs mm-hmm. through his, his highs and lows, and we were rooting for Miley Cyrus. Right. When she was having her. And sh- her thing is by design. I mean, she is, I mean, that what she does is by design. I mean, she's not off running around and, you know, racing cars and stuff through, you know, through neighborhoods or she's just sticking her tongue out and getting all kinds of pub and showing her, you know, her lady parts. <laughs> you know, it's like. Let it running. all hang out. You're what like, what whoa. Doing? You know, so I don't know. We'll see what the year makes for uh, Mr. Bieber. Mm-hmm. With a new girl and his new hairdo. His new hairdo. I know. I don't, I don't know how I feel about the new hairdo. Really? Yeah. I'm like, eh. That's just the hairdo that's just sort of collectively in, it seems like. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen in 2016, where fashion's going to go. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah, the you know, hair the, is the just... flock of seagulls thing. Yeah. You know, definitely in guys' hair, hair right now, short... Yeah, sides and back is in. Yep. Mm-hmm. But long on top. Yeah, it's like the flock of seagulls, like the eighties. Yeah, it's dressed in like the eighties. It's guy eighties hair. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have. I mean, you think the. Uh, but wouldn't we agree that that male eighties hair was a was terrible? Well, it depends on the hair. I mean, it was just it was a whole lot of hair. I just feel bad for. I mean, there was. I just feel like what 90s, was wrong with the eighty? What was wrong going on in the eighties? So why did all women have curly frizzy Molly Ringwald hair? Well, everybody was getting perms. 
And I mean, feathering. perms were all the rage. And there was feathering. And, and, and that gel. Yeah, the dippity-doo and hairnet. I mean, all the hairspray. Aquanet. Aquanet, not hairnet. Aquanet. And then I just felt bad because like, if you were a guy and you didn't have a good head of hair, the 90s were totally your time to shine. Because 90s were all just about like, what? Like, I don't even try. Like, you just roll out of bed hair and guys were like, bam, there you go. Where 80s required a lot of legwork on both parties, both male and female. Like when it took guys longer than long. women, just right. as long to get ready. Yes. Yeah, I was one of them. I had that long <laughs> Absolutely you were mullet right. with that uh, the spiky hair. I love that hairdo. <laughs> Where you teased it? Yeah, I teased the front, so I had a little bang, but then the rest of it was kind of standing up, and then that oh, long God. flown in the back. I thought it looked good, mm-hmm. you know? And then, yeah, yeah. You're like, I thought it looked yeah. good. I like the fact that we did that. <laughs> I'm glad that you did. I mean, and that's that's what matters. Like, it's just yeah. crazy when you watch those John Hughes movies, um, you know, when you think about, like, 80s. Like, I just think about, like, James Spader and Pretty in Pink. I mean, that was a whole lot of, that was, like, a lot of upkeep. You couldn't just have that sort of, you know, D-bag hair. Hey. <laughs> you couldn't just roll out of bed and have that hair. That took some That took some styling. I mean, that was like some feathering. And it's crazy. Like, this, like you said, what did you say, James Spader? Yeah. Yeah, that's what that era was. And yeah. pretty in pink. Yeah. Where it was like all that hockey hair. Yes. Like it was, you know, you had to have it go down the nape of your neck. And then it kind of flared out a little bit. You kind of, you could shake it. And it would move, but it would like still stay where it's supposed to. It's a lot of work. Oh. <laughs> and you carry that comb with you in your back pocket everywhere you oh, went. Oh, the goody comb. Because you had to be ready to style at a moment's notice. Oh, my God. The comb. <laughs> the comb. And the back pocket. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the big handle. Yeah. Hell yeah. The goody comb. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We've Bring got that it. back, people. Come oh, on. Oh, we have them. What? We have them. Who, what do you mean we have them? We have them at the, here at the house. I mean, it's like the comb that I use on the kids' hair. I mean, because it's wide, too. Oh, I guess, you know, yeah. You know, you know I and it's got the big handle, and they can do it easy. It just sounds so weird combing your hair. I haven't combed my hair in 15 uh, years. As a boy, as a boy, though, Molly, don't do that to your son. Yeah. What? Comb his hair? Oh, that just drives you nuts when you're a kid, you're, when your mom's constantly coming over and freaking out. Combing because your Because your hair. hair doesn't look good. I don't mess with his hair. That's his dad's job. I mean, I don't, I, I, I'll occasionally right, good. push so, it out of his face, but okay. like, I, I am actually, I am way more liberal on the hair front than my husband. Like, if it were up to me, I would just let my hair son, let it grow, let it grow, my son, you know, and my husband. Now, the, now real fast, my the comb that you have is not the little black one, right? It's the comb with the handle. No, it's the comb with the handle. Okay, sweet. No, the little black one's what, <laughs> what my husband has. <laughs> You know, he carries it with his wallet and all his other important grown-up guy stuff. Strange for a man to carry a comb around. But like I said, I have not had to comb uh, my head in so long that, uh, yeah. Guys with hair carry a comb. Guys with hair carry like a, Oh, I believe. (laughs) Carry a a comb. (laughs) Do they? I don't know. I don't know. You have a different texture of hair, though, Jeff. Well, Jeff doesn't have combable hair. It's not combable anymore. (laughs) No, he took it down for years. Alright, 402-938-9400. It's 920. You're listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's 
Music Station. Channel 941. Good morning, 931. High today going to be upper 20s, upper 30s. Tomorrow, right now, still sitting in the upper teens. Netflix got me sucked in yesterday uh, with this whole fad. I don't know if it's a fad, but it's just this, what is it, making of a murderer? Making a murderer. Making a murderer. <laughs> I kept seeing everybody watch it, watch it, watch it, watch mm-hmm. it. You're not going to be able to stop. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. What a weird... Interesting. Did you see it yet, Jeff? Oh, I've seen the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, already, I've seen all, the whole thing. I've got all the way two through. episodes left. Well, and then uh, everyone... So the thing that you come away with is... Every time I watch any kind of show, I always want to start... There's an urge to Google. Yeah. yeah. There's an urge to go to Wikipedia and be like, mm-hmm. okay, so this thing's real. But I didn't want to stumble into a spoiler. Right. So I stayed, I waited till the end. I waited till the end, too, to go back. And so then what you realize later on is how old this story is. Yeah. Basically, it took these two women they, who filmed ten it. years? Like, ten years to finally put it together. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, everyone has the same questions. I came up... Here's the first thing I did when I got on Google. I wanted to know... Who's, who killed? Who's, no. Who's the hot reporter with the glasses? Oh, the chick who's asking really? all the questions? Yeah. That pops up right away. Not Everybody, you took out of that. Everyone wanted to know who she, who was. she was. And the ladies wanted to know who the, the, the guy, guy who was. clearly dyes his hair gray because yeah. he was trying to look older. Yeah. Anderson he, Cooper in it? He's the young rep- male reporter. I don't remember either of those So people. it's this what? murder case. It's yeah, a murder case weird. that took place in Wisconsin. They're the only two that watched that ask all the questions. They didn't, I know, did but press they, didn't, uh, they didn't come up on the radio. I mean, I, so, I, I as, I know what you're talking about. As they're going through years and years of these trials, um, they always show... I mean, I wanted to find out who all of these reporters are. Because there's, like, the majority of the press, it's the lazy press. They don't ask any questions. They're yeah. just nodding, listening to the um, district attorney. And then the ga- the one with the glasses, kind of the hot, naughty, uh, you know, librarian-looking chick, she keeps asking a ton of really good questions. They all okay. were really... Um, I thought that, that they did a good job of, like... So I'm she's, there yet, she's come it. out now saying, wow, I can't believe how much I'm blowing up on Twitter. Okay. And... You, then you, when you look at the picture of her, it's yeah. You realize that was two thousand and seven. So the milk's gone sour. Milk's gone bad. Oh gosh. <laughs> but I mean, I don't want to blow well, it for you. Yeah, it's like I Star Wars. Seen it yet. Um, um, it, not everything is thing, as it seems. That documentary doesn't no. have anything in it. No, I mean it's interesting. It's very you know. I mean it it, it, it definitely gets a conversation rolling about the idea of you know. Proven of innocence and you know juries and all that, but the other thing that I thought was so interesting, and the person that I took away as the most hated person of that entire series was the you know the young nephew Brendan Dassey. Yeah, yeah. His attorney, that first one, that Len. Yeah. The howdy doody looking guy. Yeah. That guy is just terrible. Like I'm like, how are you? Well, he obviously you- took that that job to you know well i love how when they first interview him he's like well i just came in third place of a third person race for judge in my county and uh so i was really interested to get back out there and get back in the the media and the uh you know out in the out i mean he basically admits the fact that he took the thing is because he wanted to get on tv and that he wanted to you know and then you just watch him handle this case and you're like you are a terrible defense attorney you're horrible (laughs) this is so bad this kid is obviously very um, you know, uh, he he's uh, unbelievably slow in understanding. You know what is happening to him? What you know? Uh, this kid is 16. Brendan Dassey. Yeah, he's sixteen, and he's just. You can just tell that he needs a lot of guidance. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, even Stephen Avery, the guy that's all based on, they said he had a 70 IQ, which isn't very high at all. And I'm guessing Brandon didn't either. And that's kind of where they're running with, that they're just kind of slow. But I guess there's like a hundred, it says here, 170,000 people want to pardon uh, Stephen Avery. 
There's like an online deal yeah. from the Netflix documentary. Now that we've all seen it. Now we all think we're legal eagles. And everyone's <laughs> like, they need to pardon both of them. And no. I, this Bre- this uh, Stephen Avery is s- sort of a shady character. I yeah, mean, apparently I you read is. a little bit about it and you find out that he'd been contacting her. Like, they don't tell you any of that in the documentary, that he'd been contacting oh. her and that he liked her and that, like, when he called, he was like, all send right. that one girl. No, I'm just saying okay. you don't know. No, yeah. you don't know this stuff. Okay. And watching the documentary, I Googled it later. Because, I mean, my... My biggest question walking out of there is who killed Teresa? Well, yeah. you still wonder. You That's still come thing. away with who killed this woman. So it's a murder mystery from Wisconsin. That's oh, good, people. Um, I'm sure people in law enforcement, though, in the judicial system will watch this and think, holy cow, am I going to wind up in some documentary someday? Because they had full access. You right? know, cameras in the courtroom. Yeah. And so everybody comes away looking bad. I did kind of have sympathy for everybody in the case because you're like, holy cow. Yeah. I'm sure when you're just doing your legal duty, you don't know that you're going to be in some documentary on Netflix over Christmas. Yeah. No. Years from now when everyone's in the middle of a show hole. Right. Watching <laughs> every episode. Oh, wall Don, to wall, I watched it. I mean, everybody did. Everyone did. And that's what got me intrigued. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to have to check this out. And. Yeah, so I, I mean, the only thing that stopped me was time, and I didn't want to, you know, stay up until one in the morning last night, uh, so I figured I'd sit it out, and I got two more hours you got left two more. Yeah, you're, so. you're close to the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. you know, and the thing that the thing that was just blew me away through the entire thing is you keep waiting for someone to come up with an alternate theory. Yeah, yeah. they wouldn't let him, though. They but wouldn't that was let him in the No, courtroom. but I'm saying off the air, like, off, not in the courtroom, but I'm saying as part of the documentary, you kept waiting for them to throw, like, okay, fine, you couldn't do it in the courtroom. The judge had ruled that they couldn't do that. But as the documentarians, I'm surprised that they didn't put the guys on the spot and be like, okay, we can't talk about this in court, but now yeah. here you are. Yeah, they didn't what is do, it? And they never did. They didn't do a follow-up spin because they were trying to say, hey, we're, we're being objective, even though with obviously with their editing, you get the feel early on that we're all supposed to be rooting for Stephen right. Avery. Yes. I don't know. The thing is, is that based on his personality, just from watching it and from reading, I don't know if he's a killer. Like, I mean, he's, you know, he's done some dumb stuff, but like he seems... He's. I, I don't know. I no, mean, I'm with you. I think it's a small town kind of community where, the guy you, so you're watching it and you start her. thinking, you're like, how many? How often does this stuff happen? You know, yeah. in places where, like, I feel like where it's probably they're trying to get him. You know, when we we didn't catch you the last time, right. I'm sure it happens a lot in the legal system. Law yeah. enforcement knows you probably got away with something before, mm-hmm. and now the next thing is the make good on the last one. Right. Like I, I think. Um, ah. I like think the OJ all, thing. It's like the OJ thing. It's, it's like, like understandably, understandably, law enforcement is trying to make it fit, right? Yeah. When they, when oh, you yeah. get on the wrong side of it, where everybody assumes you're guilty. That was so bad, now though, that first case. Yeah, so... I mean, the thing that initially got him in was that they brought him up on rape charges. And honestly, I cannot believe when I'm watching the, the, the series, you know, they show the uh, different legal channels that people tried to, you know, basically say that the state was... Or, like, the, you know, that the courts were negligent, that the police were... And they... I mean, it's like you had people coming to him and saying that there was this other guy, this Alan. There was Stephen Avery who yeah, went away yeah. for it, and there was this other suspect. And it's like, really? You didn't look at him once? I mean, the guy's got a history of violent behavior towards women, and he's in the area, and he's actually got an M.O. where uh, two years prior to that yeah, rape, he, he'd done that on that exact same stretch of beach. Yeah. I'm like, that's terrible. It's, but it's, again, it's an old case. This was stuff happening right. in the 90s. 
I so just, oh, they weren't really completely up to speed, probably in small municipalities on CSI and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's the deal. It's one oh. thing for someone to be wrongfully accused, which is terrible, but then the side story is that every time someone is wrongfully accused, the person who did it is out there. And he did it again. And gets away with it. A yeah. couple times. Yeah, and he did it a couple yeah. more times. Well, people, you need to watch it. It's called uh, Making a Murderer. It's on Netflix. It's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. All right, it's 939. We're right back. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. You know, uh, yesterday was the last day it. for the uh, ConAgra ice rink. Oh, it was. The party is over. Uh, the one at UNMC, though, is still open. Okay. But here's what I want to do. I'm trying to embrace winter now. It's 2016, man. I'm ready for some pond hockey. There you go. What do you it's do? Pond cold hockey? enough. Is it okay? The lakes are pretty close. You've got to be ready. I don't know that officially. Yeah. We can go out on a lake yet. The bubbling freaks me out. Uh, just a tad bit. When you can hear the bubbling. Of when the... was the last time we went out with Roggy? Was that last year? Yeah, that was last year. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I don't know. We went fishing out there. I went, we, yeah. we went ice fishing. That was a blast. Yeah. We drove the four-wheeler around on the ice. Yes. Down by the Platte River. That was sweet. You got to get the boys out there, Molly, on the ice like that. Oh, brother. Oh, never me? mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would love to, but uh, yeah. He's too busy dancing. No, no. He likes hockey. Okay. There's some kids in his class that play. It's just impossible to get any time on the ice. Really? Here. Declan's got buddies that are already playing hockey? Girls. Girls. There's a nice. girl in his class who's like super good. There's a there's an cool. ad on the NHL mm-hmm. network that airs all the time and it's a little girl playing hockey and she's talking about her fa- her happiest moment is when she score goal scores goals. I'm like it's completely out of um what's your Inside movie? Out. Inside mm-hmm. Out. The yeah. lead character is a hockey player, Riley. and her happy moments are, you know, what is it, Hockey Town, Hockeyville? Yeah, um, uh, Hockey Island. Hockey Island, when she mm-hmm. scores goals. Oh, wow. yeah. When my daughter found out that his friend played hockey, she's like, you're just like Riley in the movie. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, the temperatures are going to be good, ice is going to be hard, and uh, cheese and eggs, actually. All right, so uh, we'll see you guys bright and early in the morning. Have a safe day. Do yourself good.
big party show.